Hi, John Anderson here and here with Myung Nguyen. And today we're going to be talking about positive cash flow. So when a lot of people think about positive cash flow, they think maybe about buying a place in a regional area or something like that as a way of getting it, or maybe USA property. But I know that you're able to create positive cash flow through your unique investing system as well. So you have a share about that and perhaps give us an example? Yeah, absolutely. See, one of the things about um, buying regional property or properties in America, for example, for me, I have a big issue with control. <laughs> Call me a control freak, but I had issues with, with property myself where I had property in Mackay, um, and that's a plane flight away for me. And if you've got problems, you know, it's very hard to fix and very hard to manage. You've got to have good people on the ground. So, um, you know, these days I prefer to buy property closer to town, uh, you know, within 10, 15, 20 k's of where I live, which is very important. And uh, one of the key things that I talk about in property to get a positive cash is what we call multiple sources of income. Um, and I could spend you know, a day, a week talking about multiple sources of income, but in the context of property, uh, one simple example that I tell to a lot of my clients to, to kind of increase the, the value of your cash flow or increase the, the rental income uh, is rent out rooms individually. That, that's just one really simple way. For example, you might find a place that's a five better instead of getting 500 bucks a week on it, you might rent the rooms out individually to, to students or um, shift workers or individuals um, and they might rent the place for $150 per room per week. So instead of getting $500 per week, you might get $750 per week. Um, so that, that's what we talk about multiple sources of income. Another really simple example is uh, the granny flat. I know that's very, very popular in certain parts of town, uh, New South Wales and Sydney in particular, you know, when properties are six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars um, and they don't want to necessarily buy another property to get more income, but you can throw you know, a granny flat on the back, it might cost you 100, 150 grand to do that, and you get an extra three to $500 uh, worth of rent, depending on how it's fitted out, how many bedrooms, uh, things like that. We've even got our own granny flat uh, built into the, the back of our house. Uh, we have a tenant, um, and it's a one bedroom uh, unit, and he pays about $300 a week. Um, and that's great, you know, that the building's brand new from that part of the extension onwards. Um, so very little maintenance, uh, very little issues. Um, you know, he's got his own uh, clothesline, his own dishwasher, own washing machine. Um, so it's purely independent. And um, yeah, it, it's just thinking creatively about with the resources that you've already got rather than always trying to think of going afar in a field. Yeah, that's right. It's about the, like the story of the guy that um, you know sold his house to, to go and look for gold mines, but then it turned out, you know, there was a gold mine on his own own land. You know, we often don't look at the uh, the acres of diamonds underneath our noses. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So from a multiple sources of income um, theme, there are so many examples. Like one that I'm doing at the moment uh, is what we call the, the free block of land, where I bought a site, 700 square meters, building at the front. Most people, what they do in, in a townhouse site is they'll knock it down, and then they'll build three or four townhouses. In, in my instance, I've kept the house. It's a positive cash flow as it is, but to make it even more positive cash flow, I've built three dwellings at the back, uh, two twos and a one. Um, and in this particular area, which is called a housing commission area, um, I specifically built low set as opposed to two story, um, simply because it, uh, the, the building costs are a lot cheaper and I've been able to build you know, a triplex in, in the backyard and that's under construction at the moment. Once that's all finished, said and done, um, the, the buildings, four of them all up, will rent for about $55,000 a year. 
uh, and it'll pay itself off and it'll pay itself off. So um, creating positive income is looking at you know what opportunities you can create through what we call multiple sources of income. So um, you build on that rather than having um, multiple mortgages. What's the cash flow? Or what's the yield? Do you expect that to throw up? So we bought it for I think three thirty, and the build on it will be three seventy. All up, it'll owe us around about eight hundred and eight hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. The, the gross rent will be about fifty five thousand um, dollars. So you know, let, let's say the debt on that will be about six hundred thousand. It'll be just like two grand a month. Um, yeah. It'll be the net as is where it is. Um, but I, I want more than that, so I'll probably you know, throw in some of my own cash to pay it down. Yeah, um, so cash cow. And it's like a bit of a you know, a magic pudding as well because you can use the rental income to pay it down each month, which increases the cash flow. So it's sort of exactly. cash flow as well. Um, exactly, is, uh, exactly. Yeah, people talk about you know, neutral, uh, neutral gearing and negative gearing, and I think you know, there is a place for that. Um, however, I find, like you said, because you've got the positive cash from the property, it's going to pay itself off and then it compounds and that's actually the magic of it. Um, you know, Warren Buffett talks about buy and hold and hold forever, which you know, to a certain degree I agree with and he's done really well with that. you got to remember he's debt free. He's got no debt on any of his projects or his buildings uh, or his businesses um, and so however most people talk about buy and hold in the property context of having massive debt, 80%, 90% LVR, which is quite acceptable. However, if you're wanting to build and grow, you need that compounding of income effect. Um, That's which, right. You know, it, That's right. Yeah, which is, you know, obviously it has lifestyle impacts if you're going negative on a property, and then, you know, if you lose a job or lose a fam, you know, member of your, you know, family's income for some reason due to a kid or something, it can really uh, get more and more um, uncomfortable. We've all seen people who's you know, portfolio becomes the biggest headache, and then they've got to sell properties to uh, to sort of just stay stay afloat. Hey, um, that's been super super valuable, Young, and some real really good food for thought. So thank you so much for sharing that. My pleasure, John. Thanks for having me.